0: Into the Rainbow Affair Magazine exclusive with your Editor-in-Chief, Editor-in-Chief, Diamond Keyshawn. Tune in and catch up with all things R.A. Mag at www.rainbowaffairmagazine.com. Back at it again, R.A. Mag, is your Editor-in-Chief, Diamond Keyshawn, and y'all know, I promise you three things, the Ladies, the greatest nothing about the exclusive is for this. This is that. Special edition as and LA takes over Rainbow Fair magazine. So let well, you know, I mean, let I me mean, let me set the tone for you. It may not be messy Monday, but this bitch right here, shorty. Beyond painting a beautiful face and styling a great head of hair, celebrity stylist Nicole Ray knows that there is much more to creating a look of beauty. Maybe when I tell you she has walked into the scene and the girls can't take. Hey. hey, Nicole Ray.
1: <laughs> Hey, boo. <laughs> Nothing much, honey. You know, just enjoying this lovely day, honey. It's another day in the land of the living, but so I'm having a good time. How are you? I know, I know that's
0: right. I'm good, and I'm great now I get to talk to you. Now,
1: now you know, in tradition, I'm going to get in
0: your motherfucking business, right? I got to get in your business. Well, go
1: ahead. So open, maybe no, over
0: here. Nicole, you definitely, so in this super trailer, we got introduced to... It's beautiful bad bitch who just was like, yeah, I made a green shirt. I got to call him green shirt because it wasn't fashion, no shade. But, uh,
1: you know, Nicole, take me It wasn't. Shirt. I promise it wasn't shade. It wasn't. I mean, it was just, if you guys would have been in that moment, it was so much going on. First of all, there was a dress code for that event. That was my right. event and there was a dress code and the fact that he chose not to follow the dress code, it kind of like rubbed me the wrong way, but the only reason why I didn't go up as much as I would have on a normal situation is because he was not my friend. I did not personally invite him so I was unaware if somebody who invited him just didn't give him the dress code or if he just chose to say I don't give a fuck and I'm aware what I want to wear. So that's really what I was trying to figure out throughout the whole course of the season is did you not know what you were supposed to wear or did you not care enough about my event to wear what you were supposed to wear?
0: Bitch, not you going to say I was trying to figure out through the whole season. I'm not fucking with you today, okay?
1: This is what I'm about to do. Is I it? mean, hello, like, <laughs> am I the drama, honey? I'm just trying to figure it out. Do me this favor,
0: I need you to help tell the story of how we got here. How did Nicole Ray, with all that she is and all she has become, what was the journey like when you went from behind the the salon chair to really coming into your own and taking us into the red carpet hair studio?
1: Um, For me, honestly, like, I'm the type of person that likes to study my craft. I like to make sure that I'm the master of it. I like to make sure that I know everything there is to know about it. I like to make sure I know the business end of it. So I actually started off as a pre-law major in college. Come on, please. I like to talk, I like to argue, so I actually was pre-law for about two and a half years at Clark Atlanta University until, you know, me and structure really don't get along well as far as, like, other people's structure. So when you start talking to me about three more years of law school after I finish these four years, I mean, I got to keep waking up early in the morning, I got to keep doing what you want me to do, do. like, that just wasn't working for me, so... I literally switched over to business administration probably like two and a half years into college. And I was just like, you know what? I like business. I like finance. So I was like business administration with a concentration in finance. So okay. I literally worked corporate America for – the first part of my young adult life. But mind you, I had already been to cosmetology school in high school because I knew at, like, five, six that I liked to do hair. So when I was in high school, they presented me with this opportunity for the ROP program where you go to school half a day and you go to cosmetology school for the other half of the day. It was only for, like, extra smart kids that already had their credits and could afford to miss half a day of school because basically all my important classes were taken care of. So by the time I got to college, I already had a cosmetology license. But I did not know literally – that cosmetology was a billion-dollar industry back then. You know what I mean? Like, you never right. look at it as it's really an industry where you can make money. I just knew I liked to do it because it was fun to me. I had my little homegirls in high school. I had their moms. I had people my mom worked with. I had different people in the community that I did their hair. But I wasn't charging them no astronomical money. I'm a high school student, so you give me $25, honey, you can get about anything you want. You know what I mean? Like, I Yeah, I just needed some money to buy me some clothes and to get some food and to go hang out with my friends on a weekend and put a little gas in my car, and that's it. I was cool. So cut to after being in corporate America for a long time, and finally I just got to the point where it was just like all this, like, clocking in 730 in the morning, taking this one-hour lunch break. I'm coming back late every day from lunch. I'm living my life. I'm still doing hair on the side. I just decided, you know, it's time to take this to, you know, make it serious. So I worked at a couple of salons, and after working at salons for, like, a lot of years and just realizing that people weren't running their businesses the way that I knew business should be run, because you got to remember, I'm a business major, so I know about business. I don't just know doing hair. So I was like, you know what? Let me open my own thing. It's kind of like living in somebody's house. If you want to have things your way, you got to have your own thing. So I opened the red carpet hair, studio, and that's where it all started. Um, But I actually got into like celebrity hair and things of that nature because I had a cousin who was a popular actress and she would take me literally everywhere with her on set. And people were just like, oh, well, who did your hair look so nice? Who's this girl that's always with you? Who's this person that's always with you? So there it is. Like, one person told another person, told another person, told another person, and I just became like a little celebrity hairstylist doing all kind of photo shoots and movies and TV shows, honey. I never knew that I was going to be on TV, honey, but I knew I was entertaining because <laughs> I'm going to make you laugh. I'm going to give you some drama. I'm just, you know, I'm going to comment on the things of the things. Like, I just knew that I was meant for a lot of things. So when the opportunity to be a part of this franchise came to me, I was just like, well, what the hell? I mean, it can't be that bad. Little did I know, baby.
0: <laughs> now, okay, so tell me this. So, shout out. First of all, shout out to cousin. You know, it 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 it's those people that don't mind just bringing us around sometimes that really open up doors. So, shout out to cousin who was doing her thing and put you on game. Right now, for you, I gotta ask you. So, with eighteen years and counting in the beauty industry, what is your mm-hmm. take on the beauty the beauty industry right now, considering? You know, everybody trying to do a lace front on social media, but ain't got no lace or front, and the glue's showing, and he's looking. At, I, I have to ask you, Nicole, seasoned professional, somebody who is a, a artist with her craft, what's your take on everybody popping up, acting like they can just sell a wig all of a sudden?
1: And that's the problem. The problem is people don't take, like you said, it's a craft. The problem is people don't take their craft as serious as they should anymore. You can't just go to the university of YouTube and learn how to do hair. Baby, I was in school for 1,600 hours just to get a cosmetology license, not to mention countless extra trainings and classes and things of that nature. Like I'm even a licensed instructor, so I go back to the cosmetology schools and teach classes all the time. So it's just people don't take it seriously anymore. You know what I mean? People think that they can just slap some stuff on it, take a picture of it, put it on the Internet, and somebody's going to buy it or somebody's going to want to come to them. And that's the problem, though. People allow them to do that. If I went on the Internet and found somebody that said they was going to curl my hair in my kitchen, that's the shit I was doing in high school. Why are we curling right. hair in the kitchen and you grown? Right. You, bitch. I... I mean, would you go to the doctor's office? Would you go to the doctor's office in somebody's kitchen?
0: I just felt some shade in my spirit, girl, with the little kitchen hairdo hairdressers in the grown bitch. I, I felt some I, I felt shade drop in my spirit at that moment.
1: It wasn't. It's not shade. These are the facts. Here's the thing. If you want to present yourself as a business person, you have to put your best business foot forward. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's all about presentation. Nobody is going to eat a filet mignon that's wrapped up in a trash bag.
0: I'm leaving. You know, I'm, I'm out. Call me later because I'm leaving because we're about to do. But you're right. You're absolutely right. Now, for a person like you, who is a master of their craft and who presents that day after day, for those young ladies and gentlemen who are, who are wanting to get into the beauty industry, and like you said, sometimes they turn to the University of YouTube, and then they really just don't understand that there's more to it. There's an art to it. There is exactly. mastering the art of. I, from you, the business mogul at this point, bitch. What's some words of advice you would have for them if you were talking to a room of true newbies walking into the game?
1: I would say continue to learn. Get underneath some people that know what they're doing. If you're fresh out of school, get out a salon with somebody who's been doing it for a long time that's willing to teach you. Like at the red carpet, I literally have taken people from their first week out of cosmetology school with a license and turn them into master stylists because you still have to keep learning and you have to get somewhere with someone who's willing to pour into you. It ain't all about me anymore. I've been doing this for a long time. I don't have time to stand behind a chair anymore, so I have to teach new up-and-coming people the craft that I've learned and mastered so that they can take over from me when I'm not available to do it. There's no way I could be on a red carpet. There's no way I could be on a set of a movie. There's no way I could be getting somebody ready for a commercial, getting somebody ready for a music video, and filming a reality show and do everybody's hair. You see what I'm saying? So it's up to me and the people like me to teach the up-and-coming generation. So if you're just getting into this, get with somebody who's not about self. A lot of people are about yeah. self. I'm about, I'm about the growth. I'm about everybody. If the red carpet hair studio wins, I win because that's my name on it. It's almost like being a parent and raising your child. If your child goes off to do amazing things, then you've won because you've raised them to do that. So that's what I would tell anybody who just don't. And here's the thing. Focus on hair care. Lace fronts is always going to be around, and y'all going to keep breaking people's edges off and oh. keep messing people's hair underneath up. If the hair underneath ain't doing nothing, baby, at some point, sis going to have to take that wig off, and what's going to be underneath there? Mm. I've really been watching Bad Girls Club, a Bad Girls South, and every single broad that gets their wig pulled off on that show is bald as shit under there. Like, oh. girl, you did not want to have no nice long hair under there for when your wig get pulled off because you on here fighting? That long, luxurious hair. The long, luxurious hair. There's no reason why a wig and a weave is a protective style. So if you're not protecting somebody's hair underneath there, you trashing it out. What's the point? Mm. Speaking Y'all might as well shave it off so your head could look bomb like RuPaul in the lace front because RuPaul slays the lace front. You want to watch? Because RuPaul is bald. So when you lay that lace front on a bald head, it's going to look like it's coming straight out the scalp. So if y'all don't care about y'all hair, just shave it off and put it on like RuPaul. And that's all I'm going to say about that.
0: I'm not doing it. Speaking of premium, luxurious hair, Nicole Ray hair. Now, we already know the red carpet hair studio is doing what it does, because it does what it does, because it does what it does. You feel me? Now, and, uh, you go back to the table, and you say to yourself, you say self, so? Yourself said, mm. mm-hmm. You said it's time to level up. Hey, level up, uh, level up. And then you hit us with Nicole Ray hair. Tell me about it. Tell me about what was going through your mind when you decided to talk yourself into literally not just putting your name on some hair? we 'cause we're gonna talk about those who do, but um, you decided to go and pick and, and really put your ump into this one hundred percent premium quality virgin hair, Nicole Ray hair. Take me through that.
1: Period. Honestly, for me, like being a hairstylist and being a weave specialist and doing weaves all the time, like I'm looking at how much money these ladies are spending on hair. I got ladies going to spend five hundred to a thousand dollars on some hair just to have me come put it in for another seven fifty, eight fifty thousand dollars. So I'm like, Well damn, if they giving all this money away over here, I need to get some of this money. Like you can never have too many streams of revenue okay. and things of that nature plus I'm putting this hair in their head. It's cool when I put it in. They come back in two weeks. I'm washing it. It's matting up. It's tangling up. I don't have 45 minutes to untangle no trash hair. I don't have time for that. Like, I'm literally doing 10 people a day because I'm only in the salon three days a week. So, if it takes me 45 minutes, I could have did a whole flat iron in 45 minutes. I could have did a whole other hairstyle. So, I'm just like, why am I allowing these people to spend their good money on some trash hair? But... I'm not just some type of person, honey. I'm not just going to drop it with Drew and throw my name on somebody else's stuff and be like, oh, yeah, this is Nicole's hair, and I got it from Joe Blow of Kokomo over here. I'm not doing that, honey. I literally sought out to find the best premium quality virgin hair that I stood behind. So if I tell you I tested so many manufacturers, I got to put the hair in my head. I got to put the hair in my mama's head. I got to put the hair in a couple stylists at the salon's head. Because it's not just putting the hair in. It's the washing of the hair. It's the longevity of it. If somebody spends 500 to to $1,000, they don't expect to replace that hair in two months. They expect that hair to last them one year, two years, hell, five years if they do it right. So it's all about using your intelligence and the knowledge of your craft to better your craft. And so the better the quality of the hair is, the easier it is for me. I don't want to work hard. I don't know nobody that wants to work hard. You're supposed to measure twice, cut once.
0: Mm. That was a, do me a favor. Say that one more time for the bitch in the back who didn't hear you.
1: Honey, you're supposed to measure twice and cut once. Don't just get to cutting shit after you measure one time because then you're going to mess it up and you're going to have to keep cutting. Measure that thing twice to make sure the dies are lining up, the lines are lining up, the measurements is lining up, and then cut it one time and get it right. That's all you got to do. Good so man. I'm like, let me that's test this thing, that's test this thing, and test this thing. And baby, that hair done made me a lot of money, honey. That hair bought this house. That hair done made me a lot of money, Okay. <laughs>
0: Baby, and she just dropped some jewels and y'all ain't even catch it. That was a jewel from the motherfucking instructor, honey, because she plays, you know what, games. So, Nicole right? all right, so you doing your thing in real life. Like, we ain't talking no fucking gimmicks. Man. We ain't talking no smoking mirrors. Use that girl, girl, and like that girl, girl, girls, okay? What? And, bitch, you better give me the motherfucking e-gaga, shagga, to the little dogger, okay? What the fuck? What made you decide to step your fucking good life into reality television.
1: Honestly, I felt like I had a story to tell. First of all, I'm entertaining this shit. Like, I'm funny. I'm hilarious. Just me and the people that surround me are a vibe all the time. If you sit up in that salon for one good Friday, Saturday, you are going to get your whole entire life from laughter to crying, to some drinks, to some fun. So I just knew that I was a vibe. Also, I knew I had a story to tell. And I was like, you know what? What better way? I can't say that I want to help other people be better hairstylists, be better business people, be better women, be better in their community if I'm not willing to show these things. Because I mean, I'm not going to talk about nobody, honey, but literally like You know, we've seen the girls from prior seasons, honey, and it's just like, eh, what exactly do you do, sis? Like, what are you teaching to the people, honey? Putting out one song per season does not make you an artist.
0: Girl, girl, hold on. Hold on, bitch. Hold on now. You know what annoys me the most? What, boo? A bitch you do here, but her hair ain't ever done, but she on the show like she or he is the baddest hairdresser, but we ain't gonna talk about that.
1: So, yes, okay, so... And, then... hello, and hello, so please let me know, honey, if you ever see me on this camera and this hair not looking right, honey, y'all come for me. Y'all read me for filth, honey, okay? Like, because I don't play no games. Right, you have to look the part. Like, I understand that sometimes when you're a busy hairstylist, it's hard to look amazing every single day if I'm leaving the salon at midnight, getting back there at 8 in the morning, but you got to look like something, Mm, keywords. you Hello, let me say that. You got to look like something. Like, how am I going to trust you to train me and get my body right and you fat? What that look like?
0: Girl, okay. How am I going to trust you with my beauty you ain't got none, but that ain't my business? So, listen. So, you walk into it. Now, okay, so tell me this. Coming into Chasing LA, what was mm-hmm. your mindset just for you walking into it? Because, obviously, you know, before... You became a cast member. I'm sure you've seen an episode or two or probably the entire season, right? So, like, you kind of walked through the door with a preconceived
1: notation of sorts. What was it like for you mm-hmm. just walking through the door for your first scene? Um, first and foremost, I don't really like new people. Let's just start there. Like, I'm a people person that doesn't necessarily like new people because I'm so cool and I'm so down to earth and I'm so generous and I'm so giving. So for me, I got to kind of sit in the background for a little bit and feel you out because once I'm in, I'm all in. If we rock with each other, bitch, you could have a shirt off my back if I rock with you. So when I hate you, I hate your ass too. So for me, it was kind of just like, okay, let me go in here. Let me try to not have any preconceived notions. Yes, I did watch the show. I did think to myself, there are certain people I probably won't get along with because they just don't carry they the way that I carry myself. you talking to a boss. Like, I'm a boss. I do boss shit. We right. VIP everywhere we go. We first class flying. We got homes. We got retirement plans. We got stocks. We got bonds. Like, we don't do no, you know what I mean? Like, we do excellence over here. So, right. I was already kind of just like, well, let's see what it's going to give when I step on the scene, you know? And I still was willing to give everybody a chance to try to figure it out because you got to think, these are nine new people that I never knew. I've never Mm. met them before. I saw them on last season. They cut the fuck up. They showed they asses. And I was just like, well, I really hope that these people don't do all this this season, because I'm really not here for that. Like, I'm here for a little bit of bullshit, but I'm not here for a whole season worth of fuck shit. Right. I'm just not here to do. You know what I mean? Like, bitch, let's go have some fun. Let's go clubbing. Let's VIP it. Let's do some shit. Let's show these people what L.A. is all about. L.A. is the mecca of Hollywood. Didn't Mm. nothing show me Hollywood. Like, L.A. is the me- – you cannot tell me that every celebrity from here to kingdom come lives in Los Angeles, and this is how y'all rocking out here in these streets. Like, come on now. Listen. But that's just my opinion. I do not speak for the people. I just speak for me, honey. And I was just like, let me, you know, let me get on here. Let me have a little fun, honey, and let me level it up a little bit, just a little bit, just a little bit, you know, but that's just me. Now, I'm going to ask you a y'all question. Y'all should be <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm going to ask you a question, and you're going to be honest with me, right? Because you fuck with me, and I fuck with you, right? So we're going to talk, right?
1: Absolutely.
0: Now, how many people is there on this cast?
1: There's 10 of us. There's right. 9 others, and, and 10 and all together, including me. All
0: right. Now, here we go, right?
1: Because you was okay, a so- business major, bitch. You
0: did finance. Okay, girl. So here we go, right? Mm-hmm. There's nine people on this cast, ten including you. Yes. Yeah. Nicole motherfucking Ray, and bitch, I want you to give it like the motherfucking queen that you are. Of those nine people, if it was not for the show, how many would you talk to in real life? Let me see. Don't say no name. Three. Three. Ooh. I mean,
1: that's like one-third, right? That's like one-third. That's a good number. Like, you know what I mean? Like... There are three people on the show that if it was not for the show, like, we could rock together. We vibe together. We hang out outside the cameras. You know what I mean? Because for me, honestly, here's the thing. Let me keep it funky with you. For me, it was about getting to know these people when we not filming. It'd be so much shit going on during the times that we're filming. For me, I like to pick up the phone. I've invited people to my house. I've invited people out with me. I've invited people to meet my people and rock with me on personal levels. And the three people that I would rock with, we've rocked outside of this shit. You know what I mean? Like. And they cut the cameras off, honey, is you still gonna be the same motherfucker. Hello,
0: because we know people be getting camera balls, but we ain't gonna go there.
1: Yeah, I mean, because, honey they done already showed some shit on the trailer, honey, and I was like, Now this bitch did not do that in this scene. Now girl, where did this energy come from? Like, Ooh, come on now. Come on, they ain't got no big dick energy. <laughs> It's, honey, okay, honey, girls wasted their whole cocktails trying to show out for these cameras, honey. And it's like, Miss Girl, you know, you was real hard up for your coin, honey, because I mean, I ain't going to tell nobody business, but you was hard up for your coin. You needed that drink. That thing was $12 at that place. You needed that drink, honey, and you showed out so much, you did knocked it over, but that ain't my business.
0: We, we're not about to do this. Anybody who's seen that, who, let me just shut up. So Nicole, wait, tell me this. Messy Monday. Okay, bitch. So you're doing your thing in the hair and beauty industry. You making it rock em talking robot. How the fuck you find time to have a whole podcast?
1: Oh my God, let me tell you how Messy Monday was birthed. We literally was at the salon just talking about shit, talking about shit, talking about shit. Like literally you gotta think it's a shop. So there's always shop talk. So we're sitting right. here, me and my best friend and some of the other stylists that worked there. When we first started, it was more of us, but we had to fire a couple people because, you know, it just worked better with me and one other person, and then we bring in a couple people every now and again. But literally, like... It was just our opinions on stuff. It started off just being a podcast about our opinions on things that were going on. And then we decided to kind of branch out a little bit more because there's a lot of knowledge that I think people need to know. And I was seeing that podcasts are now the way to go. Like, how can I give my knowledge of hair to the masses? Not necessarily hair styling and things of that nature, but hair care. Hey, if you can't afford to come to the red carpet hair studio and you can't afford to go somewhere, let me help you with some things that can at least keep your hair from breaking off, falling out, being chewed up, ate out, broke down at home. Let me share some stuff with you. If you're an aspiring salon owner, let me let you know some things that you can avoid going into the salon business. If you're trying to buy a home as an entrepreneur, anybody who knows about buying a home as an entrepreneur, bitch, I don't get no W-2. Right. So, when I'm going through buying not one, not two, but three properties, I'm over here with tax returns, I'm filling out this, I'm filling out that, I'm sending in bank statements. Like, let me put people up on game because here's the thing, it's not about us just winning as a single person. It's about us inspiring other people and helping other people win. You're not no real boss if you're not helping nobody else win. Mm, that's the word. That's the word. I if like- you don't... Person living in a house, and all your friends live in apartments, and you're not helping them with the tools that you know to get to where you are. You're not a real boss, cause why? I want to look down at my friends. I want my friends to be up at the same level as me, bitch. If I'm on the yacht, I want my friends to be on the yacht. Now, don't get it twisted, honey. If you can't afford the yacht, baby, and you my friend, you're gonna be on the yacht.
0: Hello, and that's from here.
1: And that's on period. If, my, if you can't afford it because your life is different from my life and you got some more things to take care of, then I got to take care of. That. That's fine. But I want to give you the tools that you need that I know. Like, well, it's free game. It's not, it's, it's not going to hurt me to help you buy a house or to teach you what to do to buy a house. It's not going to hurt me to give you some credit tools so you can have an 800 credit score like I got an 800 credit score. It's not going to hurt me to do that.
0: Okay. Come on, Miss Good Credit. So, Messy Monday was birthed, honey, and you doing your fucking thing on the podcast, tip two.
1: Exactly. So, now you know you can tune into Messy Mondays, honey. You can hear me and my co host, Tasha B, laugh, joke, talk about shit that's going on in the world, and also drop you some gems. Because I think that people pick things up better when it's mixed in with lightness. You know what I mean? Like, if you just stay here and listen to me talk about, okay, well, if you would like to get an 800 credit score, make sure your credit utilization is under 30%. Make sure you have at least 10 open active accounts. Make sure, you know what I mean? Make sure you don't have too many inquiries within a 12-month period. If I was just giving it to you like that, you're not going to receive it, especially in this day and age. But right. if I give it to you along with some laughter and we talking about Portia and how she done sold this lady man and they about to get married, then you're going to pay attention because you're going to be like, oh, shit, I heard that when I was hearing this. mm. Listen,
0: y'all. I'm coming to an episode of fucking Messy Monday. And I'm about to twirl with the girls. Okay, y'all ain't ready?
1: Hello. You better come on, cause you you are giving me life right now. So I want to be on Messy Monday and give me energy, I, honey. Cause oh, I want it. I'm here for it. That part.
0: Now, Nicole Ray, I want you to do this for me before I let you go, cause you know she got things to do, right? Do me this favor. As the viewers embark on this season and they explore your journey episode by episode. What is one thing you want them to take away from this season about you, the individual?
1: Um, I want you guys to take away from me that I'm – genuine. I'm a genuine person. I'm a fun person. I'm loving. You know what I mean? Like, I show you guys so many different layers. I let you guys into my real life, personal life. I let y'all meet my mama. Y'all meet my best friend. Like, you guys literally get a glimpse of who I am and what I have going on because the main things that I read or that I hear from people when I'm doing interviews or people are talking to me about the show is that they don't necessarily see what the people are chasing. I didn't want to just come to Chase in LA and chase the mess. Okay. I don't argue with bitches in real life. So what I'm going to come to this platform from, like, granny on a trailer, y'all see me arguing with somebody. Now, here's the thing. If you bring an argument to me, baby, I ain't no punk. And, and I'm, I'm ready for all the smoke you're ready for. it? So mm-hmm. I'm not here to argue, fuss, and fight because we don't got to do that. There is always going to be drama in friendship circles. Name 10 people that ain't never got an argument. Like, how do 10 people hang out and they ain't never got an argument? Me, my best friend argue all the damn time, and that's my best friend. Right. But I don't need that to be the focal point of the season. So you're going to see me hustling. You're going to see me making money. You're going to see me doing what I do. You're going to see me helping people. You're going to see me inspiring people. Like, you too can do it. If I can do it, you can do it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, yeah. just, I'm just a single only child out here trying to make it big. So my mama can never have to work and worry about nothing. Like, that's all it's about for me. You know what I mean? Like, it's just about making sure that my family is always good. Like, the people that invested in me and made sure that I could be the person I am, I want to make sure that I give everything back to them that they gave to me. Because they didn't have to. They didn't have to put right. all their eggs in my basket for me to be successful. You know what I mean? Because I didn't do this on my own. Yes, God gave me the talent, but it was the people around me, my mother, my grandmother, my family, my friends that hold me down. Like, I can't be everywhere all the time. I can't be at the right. red carpet all the time. I got to have somebody in place to hold me down. So it's all about them. You know what I mean? It's about me giving back for them.
0: Mm, and I
1: that's what y'all can Kind of a little bit of drama, honey, because I'm still trying to figure out why that man wore that green sweatshirt. Oh, brother, and I
0: yeah, would- not. On, Y'all,
1: I'm she, she um. that
0: girl, she unfuckwittable, she's the one to watch for the season. Nicole Ray, let me know where they can find you at in the world of social media, please.
1: You guys can find me on all social media platforms at Nicole Ray here. That's Nicole, N I C O L E. R is in Robert, A is in Apple, E is in Edward, hair, H-A-I-R, on all social media platforms. Make sure you follow me, because I'm going to post some stuff, baby. I'm going to post some behind the scenes. I'm going to post some stuff that they probably don't want me to post. I'm going to tell y'all some truths, honey. I actually got another little project that's about to come out when the show airs, honey. I can't wait for y'all to see it, honey, because, you know, I just feel like, you know, I got to tell my story my own way sometimes. So y'all not going to try through these episodes and make me look foolish, honey. So I'm going to give y'all the real behind the scenes tea after the fact. So wait on it.
0: Y'all. Y'all know I'm going to be right there to motherfucking bring it to you, because as always, the latest and greatest, nothing but the exclusive. Nicole Ray, thank you so much for allowing me to take a moment and get into your world beyond the cameras, behind the scenes, and in front of who you are as the individual. On behalf of myself, Dominique in and Rainbow Fair Magazine the Platform, we love you. We rock with you. And, girl, you better stay in tune, so you know use my new boo girl.
1: Absolutely. I cannot wait, honey. I'm so thank you for having me, honey. I have such a blast. And you know I love a good Kiki, honey, and I love somebody who knows how to say what they gotta say, honey, and put a little humor with it, honey, because you know I'm an intelligent girl so we can have an intelligent conversation, honey.
0: You know, it's fun, baby. There it is. Listen, I told you all. Listen, she is that girl. She brought it to you. I presented it, but she brought it to you. Nothing but the latest, the greatest, and literally the exclusive. I'm your editing chief, Diamond on signing off. Until next time, be blessed.
1: This is a Diamond sound production.